Are you a woman in the corporate world, striving to break barriers, challenge unconscious bias, and lead the way for women in leadership roles globally? If so, this is the podcast for you. Introducing Leading Ladies Who Lunch. The lunch hour is usually the time when colleagues get together for real, honest conversations about work, life, and everything in between. In each episode of Leading Ladies Who Lunch, we'll delve into insightful discussions and share actionable strategies to help you navigate corporate life. Co-hosted by me, Cece George, a leadership development architect and inspirational speaker. I'm thrilled to share my experience and expertise on leadership, mentorship, and organizational intelligence to help you own your career. And me, Rachel Lowndes, CEO and founder, imposter syndrome expert and mindset coach at Rachel Lowndes Coaching and Consulting. Passionate about helping women conquer imposter syndrome and unleash their inner confidence to get the recognition and promotions they deserve. Jam-packed with insightful conversations, expert advice, and inspiring stories from a diverse group, we'll explore how to overcome obstacles, shatter those glass ceilings, and build unshakable mindsets to unlock your true potential. So whether you're sipping a coffee or enjoying a meal at your desk, tune in for a no-host-bar lunchtime chat. Episodes will be dropped every two weeks. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Leading Ladies Who Lunch, empowering women, one conversation at a time. Welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Leading Ladies Who Lunch podcast. I'm your co-host, Cece George. And I'm Rachel Lowndes. So who are we, you might ask, to be listened to? Now, that's a good question. Cece, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, thanks, Rachel. I am a senior learning designer and strategic visionary leader at Macy's Inc. here in New York City. Now, I've been working in corporate for well over 20 years, and I've worked in retail, in finance, and healthcare. I've experienced it all, (laughs) the career highs and lows. I've been through recessions and layoffs. I've made various career pivots. And I finally unearthed my talent for developing professionals to unlock their true potential so they can own their career. I feel really lucky, actually, when I think about it, that my work gives me that opportunity that I get to help someone grow in their career journey and grow into being the kind of leader they want to be. So, Rachel, I guess I'm pretty passionate about elevating people. Over to you. Yeah, amazing, Cece. I mean, you are quite a inspirational person, which is what drew me to you in the first place. <laughs> you have quite an interesting story, don't you? So I'm a Brit who relocated to Australia 22 years ago, which is why you might detect a slightly strange accent where I go in between kind of Australian and English, British accent. Um, After a 25-year career in advertising, both London and Sydney, I decided to pivot and retrain as a professional coach just before the pandemic. But but prior to that, I had managed large-scale campaigns, teams of creatives and designers, and been the central point of, of contact for process change management across many agencies. 
big job, lots of things to do, lots of people type things, leadership in its own kind of way wasn't necessarily always in a leadership, you know, as an official leadership position, if you like. But now I'm the CEO, founder, imposter syndrome expert, and your confidence coach at Poscology Coaching. That's my business, uh, where I work with women to overcome imposter syndrome and connect with their potential. So, Cece, now that everyone knows who we are, we should probably talk about, you know, why we are here. What was the motivation for us starting this podcast? You know, I think that's a really great question, Rachel. And I think it is important for all of our listeners to understand the why. So for me, when I was very early in my career, I didn't have a mentor or a sponsor or a coach or even a community where I can go and seek help to navigate all the different challenges I've had. And especially coming from a background, being part of the minority group, I think it was only later in my career after I had started researching what mentoring was, what coaching was. And after I've begun this journey of cementing my career in leadership development programming, I started to realize this is my way to give back. It's mm-hmm. sort of, I'm taking my wish list, if you if you will, and mm-hmm. turning it into an action plan. So everything that I wish I had is what I can do here. And I often thought growing up in, in early in my career, you know, am I the only one who feels this way? Am I the only one facing these kinds of challenges? Or gee, what, what? what should I do in this situation? Mm. And I think because of all the things I've been through, all those different life lessons, all the different pearls and nuggets of wisdom, I certainly feel like it's time to do something with that and to share it. Because the best way for someone to learn is to share and to also hear someone else's experience and how they've navigated the different challenges that we would face. So I truly believe that by sharing our stories, my story and your story with all of you listening, we'll be able to have a lasting impact on all of you out there. Ah, oh, that's absolutely wonderful. And I, I totally agree. Like, you know, a lot of us don't have anyone to kind of show us the way that guiding light. I mean, you know, leadership kind of fascinates me quite a lot because I used to think that being a leader meant that you were kind of a tyrant or a dictator, right? I just had a really right. negative experience and perspective on leadership. And and that's because, you know, I didn't have any leaders who really showed me the way, especially female leaders. You know, advertising is very mm-hmm. uh, masculine. It's a big boys club. And so, you know, you kind of, especially in the era that I went through, like <laughs> the late 90s, early 2000s, um, you know, so I had a lack of mentorship uh, and also kind of personal experiences in my childhood meant that leadership for me was not really a positive thing. And so I I kind of shied away from it quite a lot uh, and avoided it. And it wasn't until I had a damaging experience in workplace, toxic leadership, I'm sure we've all experienced that in some form, in some way in our lives, Uh, that I decided that, you know, surely there's more to it. Surely this can't be what leadership is. Uh, There must be a better way to be a leader. Uh, So I don't, I mean, I don't have your experience or knowledge in leadership, but I do have my own experiences in the workplace and my opinions and thoughts. And so I wanted to do this podcast with you so that we could open up that discussion and find ways to change the landscape for women in leadership or wanting to be in leadership in a positive way. Like how can we change the, the narrative and the perspective around it? 
Absolutely, Rachel. And I agree, having that community is really where I feel like a lot of the impact will happen. So Mm -hmm. wanting people to feel like they are supported and not alone, and not just in the the lows, but also in the highs. You want a Mm -hmm. community where you feel like you're, you're being inspired and motivated to go out and to do more and to reach for more and to really go for that pie in the sky. And when I look back at my career, you know, there were so many points where I thought, man, I really, you know, I really would have benefited from someone who was already in my shoes, who can say, you know what, I know what you're going through really is, it feels like you're in the pits, but it'll get better. Sometimes when you're going through something, you feel like you're the only one who potentially this has happened to. And so no one can possibly understand. And when is it, when are you going to see through the fog? I always wondered, when will I see through the fog? So yeah, having that community, having that support, learning from people who have been where you are or been where we are and, um, you know, can glean lessons from that, I think will be a, a big plus. And also just some strategies around how to navigate that with style, with with grace, you yeah. know, and to do it in your own way on your own terms. I think that's, I think paving your way through corporate really is about finding your way of how to navigate on your terms. Totally. And I think one of the things I've really well, a realization I've had lately is that I just really wish I'd asked for more help, you know. Right. Uh, you know, get to your point around, oh, I'm the only one who feels this. You're not the only right. one who feels this, right? And you're definitely <laughs> not alone. And we're all just sitting at our desk going, Oh, I don't know what to do or whatever. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and the simple fact is that. Asking for help it means that you can tap into the experience and knowledge of those around you. No one knows that you need help unless you ask for it. And so one of the mistakes that I made was that I didn't ask for help because I felt a lot of shame around asking for help, that I would be exposed for not knowing what I was doing. And, you know, and that meant that then I would lose my job or something. And, and that obviously comes down to the imposter syndrome piece that I, I do a lot of work <laughs> around. But uh I fe- yeah, you know, I felt very left alone to my own devices and advertising by its very nature is one of those industries where you are thrown in and you are expected to either sink or swim and no one really helps you. It's kind of a bit, it's changing now, but at the time it was like you either survive or you don't, you know what I mean? So uh, it's, it's, I would, I would have flung, floundered. <laughs> yeah. And some people do, you know, and it's, it's really is about the survival of the fittest. Um, sure. And interestingly enough, when I when I started working in advertising, I was a bit directionless when I was younger because I really didn't know what I wanted to be doing. And so I, I landed in this career where I, I took quite a lot of comfort in the fact that nobody seemed to know what they were doing. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and so I was like, yay, I found my spiritual home. Uh, but that just doesn't, doesn't really help you develop as a person. And I think it's really right. important for people like yourself and I that – you know, we take the knowledge and experience and mistakes that we've made, we learn from them and we share how how you don't need to do these things alone, how you can change that, how you can be supported and how you can find comfort in knowing that other people have been there too. I think that's the purpose of what we're doing here. We want to be able to, as you say, share strategies, share knowledge, share tips, information, so that you can actually forge ahead in your leadership career, uh, knowing that other people have been there too and you don't have to feel alone. Exactly. And especially as women, 
Now, Rachel, I don't know about you, but I've had my fair share of the um, women uh, beating down other women. And something that I also try to instill in my daughter is, you know, lift each other up. Mm. You know, we lift as we climb sort of mentality. But that that's not something that everyone naturally gravitates toward. Mm. And everyone's got their own agenda. But, you know, instead of lifting each other up, I have experienced women mm. seeing each other as competition. Yeah. Competition for that next promotion. Competition for that next, mm. I don't know, glamorous project or, or what have you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, th- I, I feel incredibly fortunate that, you know, this podcast being yeah. co-hosted by two strong women so it is an opportunity to show share those experiences and to show everyone what it's like when women lift each other up again so you're not alone so you feel like it can be done and I also feel like you know there are several compounding factors but you know throw diversity into the mix being a yeah. minority and you know feeling like I'm not enough because of that I'm also not enough because I'm a female and mm-hmm. experiencing those microaggressions because of those two compounding factors you know I think it all contributes and you know something that you don't talk a lot about is really all the unconscious bias that happens you know that comes you know into play and I think it's important to have a space where you can share that so we can all grow as more emotionally intelligent and socially aware leaders. Yeah, it's interesting you say that because I I mean, I didn't even know what unconscious bias was until I attended a learning session at one of my last agencies about four years ago. Oh, wow. And, you know, I imagine that I've been most likely the deliverer of some microaggressions as well as unconscious bias uh, delivered and received as a, you know, blonde white woman as well. Now, I'm not Mm -hmm. obviously proud of these things. I just really didn't know what any of that mean. I wasn't acutely aware of it. But now that I am, I can address those things in the workplace. And and that's why I focus on the work that I do now, which is in creating confidence in women uh, and seeing myself as a leader and taking responsibility for, for what that means. Because diversity is very important in terms of building teams and collaboration. We have different thoughts. We come from different cultures. We have different perspectives. Some of those are very unique. We have to be aware of the nuances that people go through. There's a lot to it, but it's, you know, we know these things. So now we have to kind of build them into our leadership journey uh, to ensure that the people around us are having a good time as well. We're making the impact, (laughs) the kind of impact that we want to make. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) Exactly. A hundred percent. Okay. So clearly we are committed to fostering this environment where you are empowered to go out and make things happen, make that change happen for you or someone else or, you know, to your community. So the power of change is really in the hands of all those who are listening, correct? Yeah, 100%. We're here to champion it, lift you up and get the insights you need to do that. Um, so the listeners might want to know how like two people from different sides of the globe came together to create this <laughs> podcast, right? So let's start with, um, you know, how that kind of came about. I, I actually, Rachel, I love telling the story. So I'm going to start with how we actually met. You know, mm-hmm. we obviously come from two different backgrounds. First of all, we live in two different, completely opposite areas of the world. <laughs> so how is it possible that someone from New York City and someone who, well, currently lives in Australia, 
<laughs> was living in London at the time, possibly met. Well, I like to thank the technology of Google. Uh, we happen to both be part of a hashtag I am remarkable webinar that Google was hosting. And to be honest, Rachel made the first move. She connected with me on LinkedIn. We started chatting it up and getting to know each other because we had that initial introduction during the webinar. And what I really, what was drawn to me about Rachel was her energy, her authenticity. It shown, it was showing right through. She was really easy to talk to. And lo and behold, almost a year and a half later, guess who was in New York City? <laughs> I think it was in the stars that we were destined to meet in person. And our connection and rapport only grew from there. And so I like to think that fate brought us together to, you know, obviously form a partnership to do this kind of work. And I'm really just so thrilled that we've had a chance to connect, to get to know each other. And we've been sort of riding along on each other's journeys. Yeah. I mean, at the risk of sounding like a stalker, you know, I put you up on LinkedIn <laughs> and I started conversations and then I'm suddenly in New York. <laughs> I'm not a stalker. But I really wanted to meet you because, as you say, we had a great rapport. We had a lot of ideas we wanted to share. And both of us wanted to secretly start a podcast, but had also been secretly scared to do it. You know, we might as well admit that that's, that's a little bit of vulnerability in us. And, but here we are, we're doing it. And so that's exactly. this wonderful thing about when you meet someone that you do have a good rapport with and you have like shared uh, a shared kind of purpose that you want you want to get out there. So that's kind of how our story <laughs> is. That's how we've ended up on this podcast and that's why we're doing what we're doing today. So that's who we are. That's what we're about. Um, and episodes for the Leading Ladies Who Lunch podcast are going to be dropping every two weeks where we're going to cover a range of topics. We're hoping to keep it around the 30-minute mark nicely to fit into your lunch time listening. Now, Cece, do you want to give the listeners a taste of some of the topics that we can look forward to coming up? Absolutely. Well, you are in for a treat. We've got a great lineup of conversation pieces how to align your values to your career. And I talk about this all the time in all the programs I run. Overcoming imposter syndrome. We have a certified imposter syndrome expert. So you will get a ton yeah. of pearls there. <laughs> Building leadership skills, navigate, no, negotiating for success, breaking through glass ceilings. There's so much in store for all of you. So I, we really are excited that you're joining us for this journey. Our, our aim is that each episode will have all of these topics, will include valuable insights, practical strategies, and we're really going to have a good time. This is meant to be a space that is also fun. So get ready. <laughs> you guys are in for a treat. Absolutely. And from time to time, we hope to get some special guests in to add a bit of flavor to the podcast, give you access to the brains of some other leading ladies around the world. Um you can find Absolutely. us and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and other podcast platforms. Subscribe to stay up to date with the latest episode and follow us on Instagram, Leading Ladies Who Lunch. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Uh, this is our very first episode of the Leading Ladies Who Lunch podcast. Be sure to follow us on Instagram so you don't miss out on any of the fun. 
And tune in every two weeks where we'll be talking about uh, next week. We get next time we're going to be talking about a woman's definition of having it all. Ooh, juicy. Ooh. <laughs> Until then, <laughs> stay sassy. <laughs> Thank you for joining us on the empowering journey at the Leading Ladies Who Lunch podcast. We hope you've enjoyed our insightful discussions, actionable strategies, and inspiring stories that we break down during each episode. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to Leading Ladies Who Lunch on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform so you never miss an episode. And remember, the conversations you've heard on this podcast are just the beginning of your journey. Let your voice be heard inspire change and continue breaking barriers as you lead with authenticity, resilience and unwavering determination. Until next time, keep embracing your leadership potential, challenging the norms and shaping a better world for women in the workplace. Leading Ladies Who Lunch, empowering women, changing lives.